0: Hi there and welcome to the third episode. My name is Camilla and as the episodes before, you can either just make yourself a cup of tea or a coffee, today my beverage of choice is a coffee, or you can, as before, plug me into your ears, take a bit of a walk and just listen. This is episode three in the big picture but it's also episode 1 because it will be the first episode from the book The Yamas and the Niyamas the guidelines uh, in terms of yoga philosophy so I will make sure to leave the proper information about the book title and the author in the comments of this episode and also I want to say that pretty much all the clever good stuff that I will be talking and saying in this episode is almost like word by word from this book. So it's like a short summary or how to put it on the first episode or the first part of the yamas. So. It's a really, really good book, in my opinion. It was used through my first yoga teacher training, my 200 hour in the US. And I've been coming back to this book over the few years afterwards or the years afterwards. And it's just like every time I read it and every time I'm using it as material for my classes, there are so many good things there. So let's dive into it. Maybe you've heard of it before, maybe you have never heard of it, but the yamas and the niyamas are to be considered like the 10 guidelines, 10 ethical guidelines even. Like offering you practical guidance for or for you to be able to make more skillful moment to moment choices. Or is it differently? They can be considered to be shortcuts to realization, so you don't have to make the same mistakes all over again. That's awesome. Because, <laughs> let's face it, I think that we all want to live well. And what matters is how you, how well you have participated in your own life, both the ordinary routines and the extraordinary surprises. How well you have participated in your own life. It is about how you feel in the evening when you, or how you feel inside in the evening when you lay your head down on your pillow. Being human is a bloody complicated thing. Bloody is not in the book. That was my little addition. But it's a complicated thing being a human and these guidelines can be seen or they can enable you to live your life with more skill and more awareness. So that's a little introduction to the yamas and the niyamas. So let's dive into into the first one. The first one is Ahimsa. A lot of us have heard Ahimsa before, it's Sanskrit, and it is translated into English as non-violence. Ahimsa consists of six areas, I would say, and I will go through those areas to just give you a little insight uh, into each of those areas but ahimsa one can say it's like a very core foundation without ahimsa all the others have very little meaning ahimsa nonviolence is yeah the foundation where we all base everything else off from it is Pretty much the ability to be non-violent with ourselves, not just the fact that we're not violent with others, punching them in the face or whatever, screaming obscenities, that's the word I think, towards others. So that a lot of us manage to control very nicely, but how is it with ourselves, how your ability to be non-violent with yourself. Let's say, for instance, when we feel hurried, afraid, powerless, out of balance, and harsh with ourselves, we might find ourselves speaking words of unkindness or even exploding with these violent outbursts. Or maybe it's just me who does the violent outbursts, but yes. Ahimsa calls forth from us our most brilliant and best self. Our capacity to be nonviolent depends on our proactive, our proactive practice of courage, balance, love of self, and compassion for others. Not sure how much you hear the truck outside, like beep beep beep. Anyways, lovely little background noise. So the first of these areas, courage. I'm just waiting for the truck to pass in case you do hear it. Courage. Courage is not the absence of fear, but the ability to be afraid without being paralyzed. Or courage is found by facing our fears, the small ones. The big ones, the embarrassing ones, and really, really big, fat, scary ones. To live the fullness that our own life is inviting us into, we often have to let ourselves be afraid and do it anyways. Because, let's face it, if we keep ourselves safe, how will our courage grow? If we keep ourselves safe, how will our courage grow? Second area, balance. Creating balance in our lives is not an easy thing. Anyone who's ever tried knows that it is easy to get overwhelmed, it's easy to take on too much, to do too much, to want too much. It often gets too much. But just like the body, the mind and soul needs time to digest. And just like the body, the mind and soul needs time to rest. And we create this rest by allowing space that we can breathe in. Not more clutter, (laughs) but more space. Space to reflect, space to journal, space for closure, space for imagination and space to feel the calling of the life force within us. More space. Balance comes from listening to the guidance and wisdom of the inner voice. Anyone who's ever been to my class when I'm talking about balance, you will recognize this quote. Balance is not something you find. Balance is something we create. Balance will look different in each of us and even different in each of us at different times of our lives. So what might be a balanced life in terms of activities and things to do and in our agenda when we are 20 might not be the same when we are in our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, for instance. The health and the well-being of our body, mind and spirit is a powerful resource. And by keeping ourselves in balance, we can walk through life with greater competence and ease. Third one, powerlessness. By powerless, it's meant those times when we feel like we run out of choices, we've run out of options and we are feeling totally incompetent to deal with the challenge at hand. Anyone ever been there feeling incompetent to deal with the challenge at hand? Oh my God, story of my life it feels like sometimes. Ahimsa though, invites us to question that feeling of powerlessness rather than simply accept it. When we feel powerless, we have forgotten how much choice we really have. We always have a choice to take action. We have a choice to change the story that we are telling ourselves about the situation. Situations where we feel powerless can be opportunities to grow our skill level with life. It is to remember Also, how much choice we do have. Fourth area, self-love. Our ability to stay balanced and courageous has, has much to do with how we feel about ourselves. How we treat ourselves is in truth how we treat those around us. For instance, if you are very critical of yourself and your performance and your deliveries, then those high expectations, other people will feel them of themselves as well. That you have high expectations of them as well. For good, but often also of bad. Love lies at the core of nonviolence and begins with our love of self a love that is forgiving and lenient, a love that sees the humor in the imperfections and accepts the fullness of the human experience. Our inability to love and accept all the pieces of ourselves create ripples, these tiny acts of violence. Fifth area, violence to others. If we cannot find love for ourselves, it becomes easy to look outward and begin to focus on others. For instance, my life is a mess, so I will be feeling better if I can fix yours. (laughs) When we are unwilling to look deeply and courageously, into our own lives, we can easily violate others in many subtle ways that we may not even be aware of, thinking that we are actually helping them. Thinking we know what is better for others becomes a subtle way we do violence. This is a big one for me, thinking we know what is better for others. When we take it upon ourselves to help other, we take away their sense of autonomy. So Ahimsa asks us to trust the other's journey and love and support others to their highest image of themselves, not our highest image of them. We can't save people, or fix them. All we can do is model, and that points the finger back at us. When we try to fix or save someone else, we are keeping them from getting the learning from the situation, or that the situation has for them. We are cutting them off from the power of growing stronger, of growing more competent and more compassionate. Another way we do violence to others is masking worry as caring. Worry is a lack of faith in the other and cannot exist simultaneously with love. Either we have faith In the other person to do their best, or we don't. Worry says, I don't trust you to do your life right. Worrying is a misuse of our imagination. What would happen in the lives of others if we could choose love over worry? Last but not least, compassion. We learn compassion as we we stop trying to change ourselves and others and choose instead to soften the boundaries that keep us separated from what we don't understand. We learn compassion as we do simple acts of kindness and allow others' lives to be as important as our own. We learn compassion as we dissolve our personal version of the world and grow gentle eyes that are not afraid to see reality as it is. Every pair of eyes facing you has probably experienced something you could not endure. Every human being walking this earth has painful stories tucked into the corners of their heart. If we could remember this truth, perhaps we could see with the eyes of compassion, rather than the eyes of our own judgment and preferences. Lastly, Ahimsa asks us to step lightly, do no harm and to honor the relationship we have with the earth, with each other and with ourselves. Maybe you want to re-listen to this episode because there is so much information in these little sections. So feel free to go back, re-listen to the areas that resonated well with you or perhaps that didn't resonate well with you. Why did you perhaps find aversion to some of the stuff that I was saying? Feel also free to leave a comment in the, um, for the episode wherever you're listening to it or send me an email. I am curious to hear your reactions to Ahimsa and also just inviting you to reflect, taking some time to yourself to sit and let all of this just soak in. Thank you so much for watching, listening and until next week. Namaste.